0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Dark Carr, Scott Anderson, 97 won ticket 248-539-9797. Uh, phone calls, feedback. Talk a little bit about the Dylan Larkin contract. He is back, back from the All-Star game, and was talking publicly about how players were asking him, uh, you know, why he hasn't signed yet. Uh meanwhile, players, similar players, Bo Horvat, uh who just got traded from Vancouver to the New York Islanders, got eight years, 68 million. Helene St. James wrote about this uh in today's Freep. Uh the Birch Kid wrote about it on our website. Um, but and Birchie's been making the comparison between Tomas Hertel for a long time. And both Horvat and Hertel got eight years and sixty-eight. Free press saying that it's eight years sixty-four is the offer. Uh, and Birchie wrote that there's growing sentiment in the league that that Eisenman isn't going to budge. It, it could be just negotiations for sure, but if he won't budge off the eight years and 64, it feels it feels to me like it's kind of a bold stance by Steve Eisenman. If that's the case, to not to not bring back Dylan Larkin, who's you know, a, a local kid who said all the right things that this is the only sweater he ever wants to wear.
1: Well it would be because based on the market that was just set with both of these players getting the eight and 68 and Larkin being a better player, if you're not offering him a baseline of what those guys got, then that does say something. It says that that Eisman doesn't value him as much as perhaps we thought that he should or that he would. So if he's willing to move on from him and and, and trade him, um, then we'll re- we'll definitely know. You know, I, I said yesterday, this is kind of like the TJ Hawkinson thing. You have to know if this guy's part of your future or not, and if he's not part of your future, if you think he's going to price himself out, then you have to move him. I don't th- now. I don't know what Dylan Larkin's camp is asking for. The rumor's out there is it's around nine million dollars a year, and the Red Wings in this report is they they're at eight million dollars a year. A million dollars apart doesn't seem like it's a terrible the this canada's gap that can't be bridged, right? No. Meeting halfway would be a little bit of an insult to Dylan Larkin, though, because he has been more productive than the other two players.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure that the hockey world believes that, but in terms it's, of...
1: Well, it's just numbers. But I'm
0: talking about that he's better. Like, you keep saying he's better, he's better, he's mm-hmm. better. I'm not sure the world of hockey believes that, um, because there's a lot of people in hockey that that say these are These are perfect comps, actually. Now, now I'm not here to debate it because I haven't watched nearly enough of Hertel and nearly enough of Horvat away from the puck and all the things you do. Are they playing the full ice and all those things to know? So I'm not going to blow smoke up anybody's channel. But I do think that it's possible that the hockey world sees them as closer uh, to, to comps than you do.
1: Fair enough. I I Just putting out numbers. You know me, Doug. I like numbers. Yeah. Uh, but Horvat and, and Hertel are very, very close numbers-wise. Larkin is just better. Larkin is 0. .73 points per game. The other guys are 0. .67 points game. It's close, but it's the other guys okay. are, are, are are a direct match. Then you add to that all the other intangibles there, and you, you come away with whatever you're going to come away with. Well, so Horvat's I'm just,
0: got more 20-goal seasons. The last three years, Hertel and Larkin are exactly the same in terms of their points per game.
1: Uh, I've, I've gone career, and he's played less games. Well, and he's, he's, younger. he's basically he's, a full he's, the one season One thing he's behind. got
0: going for him is he is younger than both of them. Here's feedback coming in. The Larkin issue should not be a mystery. You're using Hertel from San Jose and Horvath from New York as comparables. Yet, both of those teams, because of contracts like those, have massive salary cap issues. $8 million a year is Dylan Larkin's value. Those two players are examples of what happens when you overpay. Carla Milan says if every GM played e- paid every player what the player's agent said they're worth, the team would run out of money and the GM out of a job. So I I mean look, obviously the first first texter doesn't think Larkin's worth
1: more than eight. Well, I think he's he's worth at least what those players are, and that's what the market is, and. The mar- <laughs> so the market's been set. So yeah. you want to come in below the market, then the, you risk running the, the fact that the player is not going to, to agree to that, and then you have to make the hard decision to, to say, okay, if he's not going to be here, then we have to trade him. Well, then it gets complicated, too, because Dylan Larkin has a no-trade
0: clause. So uh, that would be interesting. The one, the one thing I wonder about is if we get to the trade deadline and they trade him, is is this the first really sort of uncomfortable thing that Steve Eisman would do? Oh, I do, think so. Well, yeah. he's he's done
1: some things that I think at a first glance were a little uncomfortable, and then you're like, oh, okay. Like when he waved Verona, for instance, right? Yeah. First glance, whoa, whoa, what was that about? Whoa, okay, it makes sense. Nobody was going to pick him up. And he's done it now with a couple other players, including Adam Ernie over the weekend. Um, it's just he knows his business. He knows what's going on. But this would be, yeah, I would agree with you. I think this would be a move if they decided to trade Dylan Larkin, this would be met with a lot of resistance from, from Red Wing fans because Red Wing fans love Dylan Larkin. Yeah. He's a hometown guy, you know, grew up in Waterford and played at Michigan and drafted by the Red Wings and love him. Understandably so.
0: 248 539 Feedback coming in on Twitch uh from Vulcan Idiot I think he's overrated to be honest probably because he's a hometown guy uh and then Bewildered 69 says hometown guys are always overrated I mean look the 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 difference annual salary between 8 and 8.5 it just seems to me is it would be a weird line in the sand to draw like I, I would be more than a little bit shocked if if that truly became a sticking point, but maybe it will. Maybe This, it will. this happens in negotiations. You talked about Gator earlier, like everyone's gone through some kind of negotiation in their life, whether it's your career, you know, buying a car, a house, whatever it is, selling, you know, selling a basketball card, right? Sometimes a line is drawn in the sand and you could be a dollar apart, you know, $10, apart, $100 apart, but you're not moving. You're not budging. Right. And so if Steve Eisenman, and if this is true, we don't know, but if it's true, that's his line in the sand. And if Larkin's camp doesn't come to that line, then he's not going to be on the team. Right. That's it. It's, yeah. So well, we'll, it's almost we'll, like your your team, Steve, your team Larkin at this point. Like if Larkin feels, of course, that he's worth more than that, that's why he hasn't signed the contract yet. Then they're going to part ways.
1: Well, and, and, until there's some real attribution to a report that, that Steve Eisman says, no, other than the the phrase growing sentiment, uh, you know, you believe they're still negotiating in good faith and trying to get something done. But that may come to fruition. We may see in the next week or two Steve Eisman speak about this. Or or you get a report that says, uh, I've got sources that said, Eisman said this exactly. But I suspect we're not going to hear anything like that because Steve Eisman's kept things pretty close to the vest.
0: Always has and probably always will. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. 539 phone calls, feedback. How are you feeling about this, uh, Red Wing fans, as we get to the well, we're closing in on the three-week mark to the trade deadline but with Larkin coming back from the all-star break and he was said players were talking about his contract and I again I don't think it's weird I don't think it's acrimonious I don't think this is I think it might be adjacent to that at this point but it's Carson Anderson 97 won the ticket okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you